Welcome back, guys. It's uh, G-Man and Kibler for the Bros Geek Out podcast, episode 161. Hope you guys are well and safe. Make sure you check out, check us out on all streaming platforms. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. We're on Twitter and Instagram as well, guys. So make sure you check us out there as well. Uh, we do have a little advert that is going to come on later on, probably halfway through the show. Uh, and it's promoting uh, another podcast. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that. But G-Man, how you been? I've been good, brother. I've been good. Uh, Singapore's gone back down to a lockdown. Uh, there's new clusters of this virus. I think the new variant from Asia, from India has kind of got into Singapore and they've shut things down, man. Gym's been shut down. Uh, restaurants have been shut down. You know, party of five has gone down to party of two. Yeah. And I think it's going to happen until like, mid-June. So it's a bit of a shame. Like we were doing so good and then now going back a couple steps. But uh, anyway, hopefully they can... Um, it's not complete lockdown, but still, hopefully they can catch this thing, sh- like, I don't know, the cluster sooner, and then uh, we could just move forward. But other than that, bro, just good. Had the last four, four days off work, been chilling, watching movies. Me and the missus, or she finally went through the whole Rocky series. We finished off Creed the other day. Um, yeah, just finished watching Tropic Thunder. Um, mm. That film is absolutely hilarious and so wrong. With the cancel culture these days, they would cancel the shit out of that movie because <laughs> yeah, it's that, so that was, that was full on. But it's was so good. Was, it was it was full on from the beginning. I'm so gutted that that there is this cancel culture culture bullshit because you won't get that sort of that that sort of wild humor that I appreciate. I find it funny, uh, but obviously a lot of people out there don't. But um, yeah, just been doing that, man, and just been training as usual. Trying to keep it up, even though the gyms are closed, or trying to keep it up. I bought a couple things, like one in, do some one in, put some kettlebells. So, you know, just trying to keep moving forward, man. It's a shame that we've gone step back, but it is what it is. I thought we would have been out of it, but, um, you know, we'll see. Other than that, all good, man. Uh, how's things at home? How's, how's the UK doing? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, Eid Mubarak to everybody that celebrated Eid this week. Uh, it's the end of uh, Ramadan, but with, uh, with that comes uh, sad news. I mean, I know we're going to touch on it and I think it's going to be a big part of today's topic as well. Uh, and I can't even say, you know, how we celebrated and the rest of it while people are going through so much pain. It's unbelievable. And it's like, I've always been one not to kind of, as you said from last week's show, we don't take sides. Uh, you know, we try and forgive everybody and try and see some sort of humanity, but it's come to a point now where, what the fuck is going on? Like, how, how's it got to that stage, you know? And the imagery, man, as a father, you, you see this stuff with kids and stuff like that. You've got parents burying their kids. You've got uh, kids burying their parents. Like, this is, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. And, and it's not even uh, a matter of, I mean, we're going to jump straight in. It looks like it's not a matter of what sort of fight is this? You know, if it's America versus the UK or uh, China, you could kind of say they've both got the resources to do uh, uh, an equal amount of damage. When you've got some what something some place like uh, when you've got you know Palestine being such a small country and small place and you know not have anything to back themselves up and you've got oh man it's difficult like Israel with all of what they've got the money the rest of it to do what they're doing at the moment now is heartbreaking man yeah I I agree man and I got to start off from the from the fact from the front just saying that yeah we're gonna talk about it but. 
first of all, this is, you know, condemn any violence yeah. happening on the Palestinian people, but also anything that's happened on the Israeli people. At the end of the day, innocent people from both sides should have died. Now, mm. the story, the narrative that the uh, the mainstream media is going to tell you is that is is we're going to get into it is you know that is everything to do with with Israel, but the fact is the Palestinian people have gone through so much shit, so much children have been killed, and there's so much damage going on there. Um, but you know, from the start, I don't want no one to get hurt. I, I no one, you know what I mean? Like mm. there's innocent people that just are getting killed. That's that's the problem. All this political shit. Innocent people have to go through stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Palestine don't even have an army. They don't have a navy. They don't have nothing. That's right. And you know, um, they're going through some hard shit. And this is history. And I advise everyone go look up the history because I'm not going to try and explain it to you. I've heard loads of exactly. things. Loads of people talking about it. I, I posted something about immoral techniques, talking about it and whatever. I, I say do your own history, take your own perspective on things. I think that's what uh, people need to do. Yeah, 100%. you got to learn about it uh, and, and decide what's, what's, you know, what, what's, what way you want to think, basically. Because the mainstream media, and they always do this, it talks one way. And I work for the mainstream media, straight up. And they talk one way. They just talk about... The issue, they just, the way they word it is crazy, man. How, you know, it's always like Hamas has attacked Israel and Israel defending. That, that's the way they word it. But we clearly know, and again, you guys go read and whatever you want, but we clearly know that the Palestinians are being occupied, right? Because of something from a beef from 70 years ago, whatever, or even further than that, right? You got to go check out the history. They're getting occupied. People get kicked out of their houses and being killed and murdered and whatnot. And then they just doing a protest. And then, you know, the Israeli soldiers or whatnot go and attack the mosque, you know, one of the third holiest mosques in, 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 in our religion, you know, that, um, so, and, and then that's where it all kicks off. It kicks off from there. They were doing a protest and then they went and attacked the mosque and people praying, innocent people praying, right? And then it kicks off like that. And all the mainstream media is just like, oh, the conflict, there's no conflict. They got attacked, Israel, Palestine got attacked. And then all this shit about, uh, fighting, it's like what fighting that the Palestinians were praying, children were praying. Mm. Uh, so that's the, the, the my, I, you know what I feel like. I say I I I don't I don't want to pick sides. I mean, not not that I don't want to pick sides. I'm not gonna I don't want to shit on anyone, right? I don't want it to be like hey on Israel because that's not true. It's not the Jewish religion that that's a peaceful religion that we we are brothers and sisters with, and the uh, 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 Jewish people who are true to their religion, don't agree with this shit. This has got to do with Zionists. I don't even want to say Israel, to be honest with you, even mm. though it is the state and it's the government. I want to say right. it's a Zionist, which is a terrorist group. And you guys need to go research it yourself. It's a terrorist group, what they're doing. And it's against them and against the innocent people of Palestine. But I, te I tell you what, like, um, the reason why I don't want to say nothing about Israel, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, bro, I don't know the numbers, I haven't done the research, I don't know, but I guarantee you there are some people, Jewish people that live in Israel that is fucking horrified by this and they don't want to do this, they don't want to blow up mm. Palestine, they don't want to take their land and kick them out of their homes and steal the holy, they don't want that, innocent people, but I bet you any money they have no choice, they must be like, if I don't, if I keep my mouth shut, the government's not going to come after me or my neighbor's not going to come after me. You mm. know what I mean? Because people, a lot of people there are brainwashed on the fact that they're hating. They, they hate those people. They hate the Palestinians. You know That's what I mean? Right. It's like, like I say, I mean, I don't want to use these words in this shit because it's very tough, but we've, we've seen this in history where they've been brainwashed so bad where it's like, 
they really hate those people. They really believe in what their terrorist government is telling them. Yeah. So, you know, if, if there's an, I'm sure there's tons of is, is innocent Israeli and Jewish people that are living in Israel that are just like, this is horrible. I don't want this to happen. But I know if I open my mouth, my family is going to get fucked up by the government. All my neighbors who really believe in this ideology is going to come kill me. So they just want to keep their mouth shut. So mm. that's what I'm saying. There's innocent people, of course, in the Israeli side. And I, I can't, and then, you know, I can't, I can't, what do you call it, ever sit here and claim that no one can defend themselves. And when I say no one, I'm talking about both. I, I am going to be a bit biased and say the Palestinians, you can never blame them for defending themselves. But I, I want to say both. But, you know, from the Palestinian side, they're the ones who get attacked and bombed and they have no military. Their children are getting killed. So when Hamas, you know, who, you know, they say they keep saying Hamas, they're fighting, blowing up Israel. They're just sticking up for the country. Right. Um, you know, so you can't blame the Palestinians for defending themselves. You know what I'm trying to say? That's right. So it's difficult, man. But I think my main beef is always going to be the mainstream media and the narrative that they they, they paint, you know, they always, all the mainstream medias, bro, every single one of them are using words like conflict and talking mm. about the, the savage, the bad stuff that's happening in, in, in Israel. Oh, the bomb blew up and this many people died in Israel. They're not highlighting anything to do with the occupation of the Palestinian people, not highlighting anything of, you know, going into the mosque while people are praying and beating them up and then killing how many children and killing how many, not highlighting none of that. And like I no. say, I work for the mainstream media and even the publication I work for straight up is just writing all this bullshit. You know, even if it was halfway down the middle, at least that you can say, all right, maybe it's it's neutral journalism, but it's not. It's all bullshit. So anyway, from the people, man, from us and everyone you've seen on Instagram and Facebook, you know, this is where I think social media does work a little bit mm. is where we are pushing out the real narrative. We are pushing out what's That's really right. happening. Exactly. And it's important for people to know. The other thing is why, you know, I am a little bit disappointed. I see tons of friends who I've seen in the past always posting shit about other stuff, but they're keeping their mouth shut to this. But, you know, when we see when justice has got to be served as a human being, we saw that with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter stuff. We saw that with, uh, you know, the, the um, uh, don't hate Asian, the, the Asia hate stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and now this, like, we all got to stick together. Like, I know there's different motives for each narrative, but the fact of the matter is we should all stick together. If we're going to jump and protest for, for Black Lives Matter, we need to do this for the, the Palestinian people. Uh, and, and same with the Asians. We should, this, is where, this is where my only problem is with these groups. But right? if we don't unite when needed, then these groups are pointless because you're just turning into little racist factions. But when we're needed as human beings, all these groups should be coming together. Now, I did see a tweet something about Black Lives Matter saying we stand behind you. But the protest, man, look, man, when, when that George Floyd thing, unfortunate situation happened, the whole world protests, almost the whole world. And there is a lot of protests happening now, but there we is, need to stand is. up again. We need to stand up again. No, in of that course, man. Because this is, this is a whole, this is genocide, man. This is mm. fucking genocide. And some of the heartless shit I've been seeing has been heartbreaking. But the mainstream media is what always gets me. When I read their side of the story and it's all about, just Israel and they're not highlighting anything of Palestine I get pissed off with that and I'm just like you know what fuck you man like I say I don't want no one getting hurt in Israel either I do not no innocent people getting hurt well not anyone I don't want anyone to get hurt mm. it's just like show have a neutral narrative have a neutral story about both um that's, I don't know I babbled on but you you go bro I've been babbling on I've had no 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 it's fine this. it's fine it's fine I I, I kind of see it as like the a bit, bro, who watches the news now anyway? 
The thing is, though, the thing you say that, but a lot of people do. The fact no, I know, I know, is, but the people that are open-minded like ourselves. The diff, yeah, exactly. The difference is this is what the difference is. We see the mainstream media bullshit because it's in our face anyway. Yeah. But we also see the other side of things, right? Be it through social media, be it through historians, be it through you know when immortal techniques talk about it, and when other people talk about it we at least observe that too. So we see both sides. And I guess you can say we pick and choose what we want to listen to and what we believe is right and, and the right way, which again, is just believing the, the um, though I'm not going to even say it, but the way that we believe. But the people who just believe the mainstream media, they don't even listen to the other side of the story. They don't even, they're just like, nope, the media says this, the mainstream media says this, that's the way it is. They don't even listen to the other stuff, then make a decision. Oh, actually, I believe in that way. Or actually, you know what? I'm still sticking with the mainstream media. That's the difference. No, no, of course, definitely, definitely right. Uh, yeah, I, just, I haven't seen the news in a long time. I think COVID really destroyed everything at the time for me because this government's so shit that it didn't, it didn't prep well enough. You know, what I mean, I, I don't trust this the the people that are running this country or whoever's running this country. I don't trust that so why am i going to see that on, a, on on the news for like the guy's just going to talk shit and nothing really happens and we we keep re, we keep like we take we take loads we, we take five steps backwards we never take five steps forward uh which has lost me my confidence in what these leaders do anyway so vote in and the rest of it it makes it difficult but then yeah the news you watch that shit and then you're like because you've got a high percentage of people that follow them and that's the hardest part, you know, when people are following BBC News and all sorts of other stuff, they they show the wrong, they show the wrong stick of the story. Because I remember that time when Tottenham had the riots and Hackney and all in places had the riots and BBC came to me and Archer to, 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 to talk about what was happening. And then I saw what the BBC were doing. And even with what we did recently with the Comic-Con stuff, I saw what the BBC were doing with uh, the way they handled the news. Like they, so what they did with the, when the riots happened was they, they kept on, like as they were asking the questions of what, why, why, they, were, why they were doing this. And uh, it was in regards to what happened to Mark Duggan and they just kept on filming the kids with trainers and tractor bottoms and stuff like that and i was like why are you filming these guys and why are you speaking to the the the, the guys that were opportunists you're supposed to be speak to people in the local area for what what's happened and then they did the same thing to me when we did not the stan lee interview because that was a, a much better more of a tribute but they did one about people that come to cosplay and asians uh cosplaying white characters and why are you doing it and what have you gone through to be doing this and why you know uh, culture doesn't accept this and and i'm like you've just gone and twisted the whole fucking word again like people do this stuff because they love the stuff they don't have to have a reason for what they like if they like it they like it if my man wants to dress up like captain america and he's from bangladesh let him he's found something that he likes about the character you know what I mean? Uh, Doctor Strange or the rest, you know. And I'm like, if a, if a woman finds herself, uh, Asian woman wants to do, I don't know, uh, a different race, what character she's playing Storm and she's from India, let her. Like, what the fuck has it got to do with you? So 
the narrative is so important and and as you said people like us will be the only ones that share that kind of narrative to people the real world narrative basically because what you see on tv is more of a glamorized version of you know like i give a shit what's going on in the royal royal house and stuff like that it doesn't relate to what's happening in my life right now uh parliament stuff you know it doesn't really work itself out but what's happening over there is genocide bro it's it's, it's sad and it's it's heartbreaking and i don't want two people to I don't want people getting hurt. That's the main thing. You don't want people getting hurt. Uh, but the fact of the matter is there's more people getting hurt on one side than the other side. I mean, bro, I saw exactly. a footage yesterday that upset me and it was like, these buildings, they're just blowing up buildings, bro. Innocent people. This is what I'm trying to say. They're aiming at innocent people. They're just flowing rockets. They're not, they're, they don't have a target. It's not like, oh, this is where Hamas is or whatever. I mean, Palestine don't have an army. So you can't even talk about we're blowing up Palestinian soldiers. No, you're not. You're killing, you're sh- they're literally shooting rockets at innocent people. Mm. Um, but that's what I'm saying. The media, the mainstream media is a fucking business, bro. They need clicks. They need views. So that's why they're going to put the stories and the narrative that reaches out to their audience. Now, the publication I work for, you know, it's always known that it's always the target audience has always been rich white folk. So when it comes to that, you're gonna write the stories that are gonna relate to them about how their country, like how Israel is getting fucked and whatnot. But you're not gonna write the other side of the story because you need their, you need their clicks, you need their viewership. That's what gets you subscriptions. That's what gets you advertising money, all that sort of stuff. It's all bullshit. That's what I'm trying to say. But like I said to you, man, I really don't. I really. That's the main thing that gets to me, man, because it's genocide that's happened and all this mainstream media and, the, and, the, and the, the, the leaders in the world are not stepping up. And this, this is what I'm trying to say. The only thing that's, listen, us people, us regular people, us, I, and I heard, I saw there's protests going on in the UK. Yeah. Some people are still protesting. So I uh, will get to that in a sec, but you know, the, us regular people spreading that message is what it's all about. It's what we need to do. But the truth is those fucking leaders, man, the, these gangsters, you know, Tupac said it the best, the government is a gangster organization. It's not That's right. a government, it's, they're gangsters. Now these gang- gangster leaders, they're the only ones who could do it, man. Cause like all these countries, bro, all these countries, country that I'm living in right now, US, UK, whatever, they all fund Israel. Billions and billions of dollars and pounds are going to Israel. And that gives them the, well, I think Israel has the fourth biggest military uh, group and, uh, and advanced technology they just blow they're just literally doing genocide so they're funding them to, to for their military needs and whatnot and then they're, they're allowing it so all these governments and leaders are, are very much responsible but this is where other government leaders man need to step up and i'm talking about from the middle east government and i'm not talking about war god forbid man we don't want a war we don't we don't want that i don't want that shit but they need to step up they need to say enough is enough we're going to go there and we're going to just protect. We're not going to start any war. I mean, this is my thing. I, and I don't know how this will ever work. And again, I don't know shit about business and all that shit. Not business, but politics and all that stuff. But these world leaders, man, in other countries need to send troops. Like Just how America has sent troops to every single country. They need yeah. to send troops to Palestine just to say, we're going to just station here to make sure people don't get killed. Mm. Uh, and people can pray in peace and the country's in peace. So you don't come and attack. Because if you attack now and you kill one of us, that means you're attacking our countries too like they need to they need protection from the world bro you know i mean different countries around the world need to need to support this because this is that's the problem though but everybody's every, each country <coughs> each country has their own agenda and when it comes to that sort of part of the the world that we don't know much of that's where it gets difficult 
Because it's gangsters. true, if they wanted to, they, they could get somebody else to just jump in and just deal with this matter. Gangsters, bro. Gangsters. You've seen the mafia movies, bro. But for them to go protect another family or whack someone, don't, they have to have a meeting, right? Remember? Like, yeah. It's literally the same. You know what I mean? They have to get permission from everyone. No. Exactly. No, man, but this is, this is genocide that's going on. And the world, I mean, it's great that the world is speaking up and, you know, a lot of Instagram and Facebook posts and all that stuff, which is great. And it still needs to happen. But, um, you know... Um, I just feel like the mainstream media pisses me off a lot. Um, I, you know, you need to highlight both. I'm not just saying highlight just the Palestinian side, which is obviously the fucked up side that I believe. Sorry, bro. Let me just double check what's happening. You continue. Yeah, which is, I, I believe that what's happening in Palestine is way worse and, it's, and that's genocide and all that sort of stuff. But if you're going to highlight what's happening in Israel, like who's died there, you need to highlight what's happening in Palestine and let, and let, the, let the general public make their decisions and i'm not gonna try and force you oh but support palestine no just support human beings that's it you just need to be a human being you don't need to be a muslim to support them you don't need to be jewish to support so you just need to be a human being so that's why i'm saying the mainstream media need to put the real narratives the real story out out there and let the general public make their decisions man but like i said i do believe you know i know i know this like so, like i said it's innocent it's cool it's cool she all right yeah, I think she's tired and they're going to get head out. Uh, guys, sorry about the, the screaming and shouting. Uh, Alara's tired. But yeah, no, of course, bro, the mainstream media, bro. Yeah, no, and I, like I said, I know there's innocent people on the Israeli side. I mean, the example I was going to give, right, and I'm going to bring up China again, man. I've told you, right, I've been to China many times in the mouth. The, the best experience I've had with human beings have been in China. Right. I'm talking about people buying me presents, people cool. coming up to me and helping me, random people paying for my taxi. That's how amazing the human beings are to me in China. Now we're talking about 1.6 billion people, bro. I clearly am aware of what's happening in China with the Uyghur Muslims and all that sort of stuff. Clearly, right? Cool. But that's the government, right? That is the government that have made this these rules. And they probably brainwashed like a hundred million people or something, right? So those people will gather up the Uyghur Muslims and they'll do whatever and they believe in their government. Cool. The rest, point, one point something billion, bro, to be honest with you, they, don't, they just want to live their lives. But they know, and we all clearly know, if you speak up against the government in China, you're fucked. Straight up. Right? Jack Ma, who's a famous billionaire, he went missing because he said something about the government. Movie stars, they tweet and shit about the government. They went missing. And the, the Chinese government don't give a fuck who you are. So if you're just an ordinary Chinese dude, you're going to see me, they're going to show me love, but they know in the back of the head, I can't say nothing about the government. They know they don't agree with it, but they, just have to, mm. they can't say nothing, otherwise they're dead. And that's the same way I feel about Israel. And I don't know the full details, but you know, I'm going to use Gal Gadot as an example because I know she's getting a lot of shit because she was sticking up for her people. Again, I, I, we should Google her tweet and whatnot, right? But I didn't read anything about her saying kill the Palestinians, we need to occupy their land, they all need to die. I didn't read anything about that. She just said, my people, I feel sad for them and whatnot. I guess the one sad thing is she didn't stick up for it, yeah. for Palestine. She didn't con She didn't condemn her government. Maybe she didn't do that. Maybe that's what people are saying. Listen, I understand. Well, if her family's dying and her people's dying, of course she's going to have a bit of feelings for that, right? So if she's saying that, that's cool. Maybe she could, if she just added, and I condemn the acts that are happening, I wish it's all peace, blah, blah, blah. She didn't add that part on. Maybe she did, if someone did say it, but I didn't see it on the tweet. But my point is, is how do we not know the, the Israeli, um, if, you're an, if you're an Israeli Jew, 
and you you condemned your government how do you not know you're they're going to kill you or you're they're going to kill your family or then this is what i'm trying to say how does she not know maybe maybe we don't know that and she's saying that to protect her family otherwise that you know someone's going to say you're talking against our government you're dead like you know what i mean we don't know these sort of things but that's right that's right i'm just saying like I don't want to. I didn't want to come on here and shit all over Israel and, and talk bad shit about them because the fact of the matter is, just, I'm gonna just say it's, it's you know it is the government. It's a terrorist Zionist group, and they're giving Israel, they're giving Jewish people bad names. And I know there's tons of Jewish people protesting in the US and UK about against them as well. So those are the true you know Jewish um, brothers and sisters that you know are against this and they follow their religion to to um to this true peaceful manner you know what i mean so oh, I, of course, I, of I, I try to make sure we put that across that we're not coming across that but we we know it's it, what's happened to the palestinian people is is genocide and it's, it's heartbreaking no of course bro of course I, I totally agree with that and uh yeah guys i mean as i said this podcast is gonna be uh, I, I gave a warning at the beginning uh and you know what i think i'm gonna put a little message at the beginning that if you if it's a touchy subject, then it's not one to listen to. Uh, but I mean, this is just uh, for for us to. We're just conversating, guys. It's our opinions, it's our thoughts. It's not something that we 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 preach or promote. But again, it's not something that we want to see people getting hurt in the process as well. But we we have but, our opinions on this situation, and yeah, I know I, a lot I, of you out there who are listening or whoever are watching have maybe have uh, different thoughts and don't get me wrong drop us a message let's talk about it i, I don't i don't mind talk uh trying to understand where we're coming from as well so yeah and, i mean and the truth the truth is i want to uh, just say it because i don't know the full history i don't know the, the arguments and all that so there's so much behind it but the recommendation is what we should do as as individuals as human beings is is go learn the history I, like I said, when I don't know it, I've heard it, it doesn't sink in my brain and whatnot, I still got to listen to it more. But what I'm saying is, as, as regular people, we need to go learn the history, you need to read both sides of the story, you need to understand the full situation as much as you can. And then you can make a decision on whether you stand neutral or on one side or the other side or like, I don't give a fuck. But I, I think I don't give a fuck in a situation of genocide, We it's not right. I think we need to give a fuck. We need to, be, you know, we need to send a message or whatever. But the, the the one thing that we need to do as individuals is is go and do our own research on what the history is within that land. Um, and I I'm I'm not knowledgeable enough, or I don't think even one are knowledgeable enough to talk about it. We just want to give our thoughts on the situation. Exactly. As, no, as, as a general right. sort that's of right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean that that's the main thing. It's, it's giving our general thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah, again, my prayers go out to uh, the lost people that have lost close ones. Uh, it's been a harsh one, and yeah, seeing some of the stuff online. I mean, now I've just kind of like I can't even look at the stuff. I just want it to be resolved. I can't with children with the children stuff. I can't. It, it breaks my heart. Um, I hope that they come to a resolution. I don't know, but it won't be resolved if, if those two countries if we just leave them to it that other countries need to get involved like they need to now america and all those countries won't do so we, we have to rely on other middle eastern countries and whatnot and i'm not and like i said i'm not i was talking about war i'm just talking about just being there to protect or something i don't know other leaders need to get involved man this is a government thing this is a gang thing they need to resolve it they need to man we can't allow genocide to happen in our eyes you know what i mean like this is mm. the 20th century we're fucking 2021 
an invisible virus came and shut down the whole world and we're still sitting back and, and allowing genocide to happen to a, a group of people is horrible. Like, it's so we're not fucking, Absolutely. you know what I mean? We're not in the barbaric ages of Genghis Khan or even World War II with Hitler around. We're not in that ages. Like, how are we not growing as human beings? We've come so far and then we're sitting back and letting genocide happen. No, man, we... The people we again, we just need to spread the message so it stops. You know what I mean? Um, of course, it, it of course. Well, uh, and that terrorist, that, that terrorist organization of the Zionists need to be exposed for the war crimes they're doing. If they want the land, I'm not going to say take it. I'm not going to say that. But if you're killing an innocent people, that's where I'm like, you need to be exposed for that. But of course, they shouldn't be stealing the land anyway. But killing human beings and children and women, you need to be fucking exposed, and the whole world needs to know. That all right, if you do this, we're gonna know that you you created genocide or whatnot. But even just knowing is not enough. Something that action needs to happen, uh, a non-violent action. Hopefully, I don't know how it fucking works, but you know, power and government is always violence and motherfuckers always killing innocent people, bastards. Ah, oh, it's the the harsh part of uh, reality, man. It is definitely a harsher part of reality, and it's hard for people to accept. But uh, it's just uh, it's 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 a heartbreaking news. It's uh hard to see and then it was supposed to be the month of Ramadan and you know Eid and people have been like smiling laughing and nah it's been sad bro it's not been it's not been it's not it's been a hard one to even celebrate to to be honest like yeah, uh, even no. though we got to go see mom and dad and chill with them and the rest of the family you know on the back of your head is still creeping on you know there's kids running around with no homes and you know no food now no no family support or they're dead yeah, it's strategic. That's the other fucked up thing. It's strategic from the, the Zionist side that they do it during Ramadan. They, there's no respect. There's no respect for the mosque and there's no respect for the religious month. There's no respect for those human beings. They don't give a fuck. There's no respect at all. And that's like that's what I'm trying to say, man. It's, it's war crimes. It's war crimes. And again, I'm not someone who knows anything about war crimes, but what I've seen... And what I've heard about war crimes is and what they're doing, that's fucking war crimes. So why isn't the world stepping up? Uh, but again, you know, the world or the US or the Western world always steps up when it's in their benefit. And at the moment- Of course, of course, it always has to be a benefit, man. Yeah. Other than that, they're up. cowards, bro. Straight up, man, straight up gangsters. And Biden, again, everyone was all like, I think I read something where Biden was like, Israel has the right to defend itself. Of course they do, but so does the Palestinians. But why don't you, why don't Biden condemn what's happening rather than, rather than just say, that's what I'm saying. Everyone was like, oh yeah, Trump's out, he's out. But what the fuck happened? Like, who, what, what the fuck's Biden doing? Like, oh, Trump's out? Biden ain't done shit, like, in regards to that situation. So it's all bullshit, man, when people just, like, you know, think one way when it comes to politics. They're all the fucking same and they're all fucking puppets and what? It's gangsters, bro. Fucking organised gangsters the biggest gangster group in the in, in history of the world man the government man fucking hell it's crazy i oh, know oh it's a tough one it's definitely a tough one all right man guys uh again uh listening in uh remember this is our views uh, and our thoughts that we're talking about it's just two of us talking about it it's not something that we we preach or push on to other people this is just our thoughts uh but let's get on to what we usually do bro uh, Let's do some geeky stuff. That's right. So this week, man, Venom trailer. Yes, that was a good trailer. I hope something comes out tomorrow. I, for some reason, I've got an expectation of Mondays now. Um, what did you think? 
What do you think? I, I, I really enjoyed the, the, the movement, the, the way they're going. It seems very comedic and very like an easy watchable movie. It's just, right. just you know, the relation. I feel like they're going to try and build more on the relationship between these two, Eddie Brock and Venom. That's uh, right. But then you got first cinematic look of Carnage, Carnage. man, which, yeah. is, which is mad. No, absolutely. It looks like it's going to be a good, fun, action-packed film. Like, I'm not looking... Like, it's weird. Like, with the MCU movies, you're always thinking about theories and what's going to happen and who's going to get involved, who's going to be the cameo, blah, blah, blah. Where on on this one, I'm like, I'm just going to... It's weird. It's like, I could just sit back and just enjoy it. I don't have to, like, notice little things. Even though there are going to be Easter eggs in there, uh, it's just going to be mad seeing... Uh, carnage on the screen bro i mean that was the imagery looks awesome the the promotions of it looks awesome i mean andy circus who's uh he's massive in the he's in the marvel universe and the lord of the rings universe and planet of the apes uh this is his first direct no not first director debut i think i think so you know i need to double check but you know his visuals are going to be sick in this i think the graphics are going to be much better than what we've seen in the original venom movie I think this is going to be awesome. Yeah, let's see, man. I mean, yes, there's always that disappointment of, you know, it's not Spider-Man's not involved, which is a big part of this universe. Um, and Venom doesn't have that trait. Maybe they could bet it in later when Marvel and Disney uh, Disney and um, Sony figure out something. But um, hmm. yeah, I mean, because I want to see Tom Hardy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I would like, I'd love to see Carnage in there and all that sort of stuff. But um, we'll see. We'll, we shall see, man. I mean... Um, I'm looking forward to it. And, then, and like, you, like you said, you can just sit back and watch this and not expect or not, not even be disappointed that, you know, Spider-Man is not going to jump in. Because you know That's what right. So it's, it's kind of cool to just sit back and be like, all right, I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And Tom, Tom Hardy and Woody Harrison, fucking two good actors. Bro. Two good actors. You can't actors. go wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, quality. Really so you good. can't go wrong with that. No, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let me, before I drop the, the rest of the news, let me get this up, bro, before I forget. And I have to add this in. So this is going to be our first uh, advert uh, popped in. Sponsor. Well, not sponsor? really a sponsor. It's more of a promoting another, promoting another podcast. So, guys, uh, I'm going to let you listen to this little 30-second segment. Which so basically this is the first time I actually cut the podcast as well. So yeah, so guys, make sure you check out Legends, a superhero uh, podcast. It's available on all uh, podcast platforms. Uh, have a listen to the guys. Check it out. Have you ever dreamt of being a superhero? Legends of Superhero Story is a new actual play podcast using the Legends Superhero role-playing game system, available on all podcast platforms. This exciting new superhero tabletop RPG follows our Game Master Jack and our fledgling heroes played by Chad, Emily, Amanda, and Daniel as they work their way through their origin story and beyond. Listen in as they discover their powers and abilities. Let's hope they learn to work together as a team in time to save the world and truly become Legends. Legends of Superhero Story is available on all podcast platforms. For more information, follow us on social media at The Legends Cast or visit our website, www.matchplaygames.ca forward slash The Legends Cast. We're back. Uh, they got in contact with us recently and they're going to be promoting our podcast on their podcast. 
So I've just sent them uh, the the recent uh, trailer I did, which we're gonna put, push out tomorrow. Uh, so they're going to put that into their podcast. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, good times, man. Good times. It's, it's nice to awesome. see other people get involved. There is actually another podcast that got in contact with me. I don't know what they called. Let me just get their message. Uh, was called. So I'll be on their show next week or the week after. Uh, they're based in the states. They're called. Uh, two brothers at water cooler and they geek out about uh, comics and all sorts. So uh, nice. we'll be joining that show in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, uh, the next one was Drax, bro. Batista's last appearance of Drax. Yeah. So he was, I just saw a tweet, a conversation between him and uh, Gunn yeah. and Batista was saying, you know, this is probably going to be my last appearance of Drax. And his, his comments were like, man, I'm 55. Everything's going to start sagging and whatnot. So he's just trying to be realistic with his body and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think I saw um, James Gum saying, You're, you know, there's no Batista without, there's no Drax without Batista. Yeah. Um, did I say that right? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I think he's just being realistic with the way his body is and how far he can push it and keep up that physique. Now there is CGI, but I guess he wants to keep it as legit as possible. But, yeah. but Drax has been one of the most lovable characters in the MCU because know, of Batista and the way he's portrayed it. It's, it's amazing. So that will be tough to see him go. Um, I, I don't think they'll replace him. They shouldn't replace him. So hopefully they figure it out. I mean, look, Disney got the technology to keep fucking keeping to it till he's 80. But maybe he wants to do bigger and better things because there's loads of stories today about that we're going to talk about Batista because he's been all over the news, bro. Yeah, uh, yes, he's got Army of the Dead out as well. Army of the uh, Dead coming out. He wants to do Gears of War rather than Fast and Furious, the next Fast and Furious. So he's obviously been invited to do that. Uh, Knives Out 2, he's mm-hmm. going to be a part of that. I mean, Batista's killing it right now. Uh, in, and in some ways, man, he could over, overtake The Rock, or maybe him and The Rock should actually get on a movie together because they're freaking both from the same WWF industry, WWE industry, and, and you know, they're probably both pinch charismatic dudes, bro. I think that'd be an interesting, I don't know, if you could play on that, that'd be an interesting movie they could do, but Batista smashed it, man. In the day, he's, he is in the highest gross, second highest gross movie of all times, which is Endgame. Of course. So I love, I love Batista. I think it's awesome. Uh, I don't want to see him go as Drax, but if he does, I hope in Thor 4 and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we just get the best of Drax. Like the, the, you know, just to give course. us the last bit of it. I think he's still doing happen. the Christmas special as well, bro. What's that Christmas, what Christmas special? There's a Christmas special coming out on Disney Plus as well. So I think he's on that as well. Okay, all right. Well, hopefully they figure out. I know he got really upset when James Gunn got fired. Remember, because that situation, yeah. he was like, Disney, let me go. Maybe that yeah. might be a bit of bitterness still, but they got him back, and hopefully there's none of that. But I want to see more of, of Drax. Yeah, man, without a doubt, definitely. Definitely without a doubt. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be in Knives Out too with Edward Norton, which looks good, man, because I really enjoyed the first one, bro. I think that was a wicked movie. Uh, Miss Marvel, Mr. It says Mr. Marvel wrapped up. Mr. Marvel, basically. Miss Marvel, yeah. <laughs> wrapped up production. Uh, yeah, I just saw that news. So, uh, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is moving quick. So I can't wait for mm-hmm. the shit to come out, bro. Cannot wait. Uh, obviously, it's going to, with uh, Rambo, it's going to have that. You know, remember in 
uh, WandaVision, we saw that she's got some issues with her. So we're going to find out hopefully more about that and Secret Invasion. And, and I don't know, it's going to lead up to a lot of things. So let's see. And maybe Miss Marvel. Uh, no, is it Miss Marvel? The uh, yeah, uh, Camilla Khan show. I yeah. think that might be integrated into it too. So there's going to be a lot. It's going to be pretty good. Awesome. Uh, so Amazon boss justifies Lord of the Rings 465 million budget. Huge world building required. Damn. This is massive, bro. I think that is the highest grossing budget for TV show. And they're saying that they just they justify. I mean, with that much budget, they must be, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It, it must be amazing. It, it, I mean, I mean, look, I'm not the crazy Lord of the Rings fan, Rings fan. I've watched them in cinema, but to be honest with you, I can't really go through three hours of them again. Uh, it's not like I don't love it that much, but I'll watch the shows for sure because I'm sure they'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a big amount. That's a big boy budget, bro. That's fucking that's big. That, this is where they're investing a lot because, I mean, remember COVID happened, things have changed, CGI has to change. A lot of things have changed in the process, man. So post-production, man, it's so expensive, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's mad. Proper expensive, proper expensive. But yeah, that's massive. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. I mean, I haven't seen the films in a while. Uh, I just started the Harry Potter, so I'm thinking of watching Harry Potter 2 today just to see how that pans out. I don't know, man. My attention span starts to lose, isn't it? Like, even with some of the stuff that comes on, I, my, I've been watching The Bad Batch, but then I just realised my attention span just starts to get a bit flaky. And so now... I think realistically, it's our interest, bro. I mean, you give it a chance because you want to, but maybe there's interest because I know when it comes to a Marvel show, I'm I'm full in. But no, same course. with Bad but Bad Batch, I've been a bit whatever. Um, and even but Bad Batch is more like uh, I, I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, I'm on, I just watched episode three a couple of hours ago, and it was uh, it's because it's Dave Filoni. He was working on the Mandalorian. It has that Mandalorian touch to it, you know, the same formula, which kind of gives you to watch it. The animation's really good as well, uh, where, you know, they're going around different places trying to get away, and, but they're doing good things in the process as well to help people. So they're using the same formula that's worked with what you call it, but I felt like they could have been a bit more brave. I mean, and we're going to see what happens in the next episode, but no, you're, you're definitely right. Uh, yeah, that's like Star Wars is um, uh, Suicide Squad type thing, right? That's right, uh, exactly. That. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I listen. I'm watching them, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not mad invested, and I'm not, I'm not mad educated with the whole Star Wars, that Star Wars universe. But Mandalorian was different. I don't know how that captured me, man. It, it, there was something about that that captured you. Um, it's one of the best shows out there. But um, yeah, well, the next thing, bro, Jupiter Legacy. Have you even tried watching that on Netflix, bro? You know what? I've been looking at the trailers and it comes up and I just haven't been drawn to it, bro. Uh, but everybody keeps telling me it's okay, it's good. Ash was saying the other day, he watched the first two episodes, he's he's, he's, he's liking it so far. But I just, I don't know. I, I don't agree with Ash, man. I, I kind of watch, I'm watching actually, I pull it on the background. But the first episode I started watching and it is very interesting, it is very shot differently and all that sort of stuff, you know, that, that the boys type of image type thing. Uh, and the storyline, you know, Netflix does invest money on the storyline and all that sort of stuff. But yes, it is a dysfunctional family and there's more to it than this whole superhero shit. But the shit that lost it to me was when they were having a battle and that, that looked like some CW shit, man. No offense to the CW stuff, but it looked basic. It, the costumes, the fighting, the choreography, to me, it just was, it, was, it looked basic. I was like, ah, oh, this is basic. I'm, it looked shit. It looked like, like I said, I'm sorry, but it didn't look like some CW shit. And I was like, this is 
basic. So I, from then, I was like, ah, this is shit. And I just leave it on in the background when I've got nothing else to do. The story has gone in deep and whatnot on how they get the power, how they got their powers and, you know, yeah. his family and his daughter and his son. And, you know, he they don't want to kill people, but then his son had to kill one of the villains and the, the, the general public liked, you know, agreed with it and all this sort of shit. So it does get deep, but just by looking at the visuals, I was like, this is basic. Man, if you're going to do a superhero thing, then your visuals are going to be in point, especially when you got shit like the Falcon and Winter Soldier up, out there or even... um. Even Stuart, not no, what's the what do you call it, man? What's that show with Robin and and them guys? Um, come on, man. Titans. Titans. Even that, that that's that's high quality superhero shit. Even with the boys, all this high quality shit. Like, you need to step up your game when it comes to the visuals, man. Because end of the day, uh, in- Invincible was is much better than this. When you're comparing superhero shows, Invincible as an animation cartoon was is much better than this man it's way more engaging and and um you know the the it's just better man it's just better put together and stuff so yeah i'm being very critical on it i have judged it um but you know it's got a big you know like it's got the guy from transformers in it and it's got it's got a few people in it man uh, i can't name names I'm not, I'm not good at names but it's got a few uh, familiar faces and stuff in it i'll check it out still bro it'll be something that i watch i mean i bro i finally finished office yesterday that was emotional man that wasn't it that was i, I was and to see steve carell come back yeah i was like ah oh. and you know see jim and dwight you know they've been beefing and they've been jokes and you know the, their friendship is, is massive but hey man good show man really had good fun really? i'm gonna start the english one uh, the british one soon uh but i don't think because i like that american humor it worked we grew up with that, man. Yeah, and, and losing mean, Steve Carell lost a bit of charisma to the show as well. But what's his name? Uh, Nard, Nard Dog. Uh, the guy from Hangover. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, oh, was, he, he, was, he was funny, bro. He, he, he made <laughs> me laugh after. He, he, he's so weird. Yeah, uh, with yeah. anger management issues. Yeah, no, he was hilarious. Yeah, so that, that was that. Uh, but there was... There? Um, I was going to say, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm still watching, like, The Godfather of Harlem is a brilliant show. Yeah. I'm still recommending that. Um, I, I watched Mighty Ducks the other day, loving that. I love that show. I think it's awesome. Um, and then um, what else? Yeah, weekly am I watching? Yeah, those are the main two, I guess, I'm watching weekly, so. So Sonic's finished filming. That's on your list. That was pretty cool. Uh, the first one yeah. was really good, uh, which yeah. I absolutely adored and loved. Enjoyed that, uh, yeah. Uh, so looking forward to seeing where they go with that, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I'm looking forward to that. The first one was awesome, unexpectedly. So what did we see? Knuckles at the end of the last one. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Tails. Tails, Tails? That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be awesome. That should be good. Yeah. Um, what's the next one? Enola Holmes 2 with uh, yeah. Henry Cavill and Billy Bob, Billy Bob, whatever her name is. Um, Stranger Things girl. Billy Bob. Mil- Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> it just sounds like an ice cream, bro. Like Hagen does, or you know, yeah. cookies and creams or something like that. But uh yeah, uh the first one was all right. Uh let's see how the second one pans out and what story they go with. It's always a difficult one when it comes to shows like that. I mean, like I'm still waiting for Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Jude Law to jump back in to do Shadow Home Free, you know what I mean? Uh are they gonna do it? I hope so. I don't know, I hope so. Uh, I need to see him back on the big screen. I mean, I don't know if you've seen 
I know Robert Downey Jr. is working on another project with DC called Sweet Tooth. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. It's coming out on Netflix, bro. It looks awesome. You know, nice DC? fantasy story. Yeah. He, well, how could he do that? Such a traitor. I'm joking, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, I had no but idea. He's, no. he's a producer on it. So, yeah, it's a book that he read. Him and his wife read comic book he read. And, you know, he loved the story so much. He was like, how do we adapt this to the big screen? And yeah, it looks good, man. It looks like a good show. It's a nice fantasy show. I'm, I really like that sort of stuff as well. And it's, you know, a story about hope. And, and that's the main reason why we all read comic books is that most of the stuff is based on hope. Mm. Uh, Alana Holmes too. Yeah, bro, did you see the images for He-Man? It, it looked good. I mean, it, the cartoon obviously looks different. It's, it's, it's a new age yeah. animation and whatnot. So hopefully that should be um, awesome. But I'm happy for Kevin... Kevin Smith, he's been, he's been talking about this on his podcast and I haven't seen the new podcast, but they're going to elaborate on it more, but I'm glad he's been able to expose, like give us something. And uh, I'm looking forward to this to come out, man. Under the direction of Kevin Smith, I'm sure this is going to be awesome. Oh yeah, without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, I, I, he must be so happy, man. I, I'm happy for him, you know. I, I geek out every time he talks about it, him and Mark Bernard and, and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I can't wait to see it. I just want to see a trailer and just like proper geek out. And uh, yeah, it was good. I love the imagery. I mean, we've got an anime, anime style kind of He-Man cartoon coming out. It's going to be good, man. Definitely going to be good. Definitely. Yeah, looking forward to that, man. I'm definitely going to watch that. Uh, I, I can't remember the He-Man story. It's been so long ago. So hopefully this gives me a good refresh. Yeah, me too. Definitely, definitely. And the last thing you had on the list, bro, uh, is... Bro, Zack Snyder, early this week as well, as he was promoting Army of the Dead, somebody must have asked him, please tell me what it looked like. Pow! He exposed the footage. Warner Brothers are fools. Sorry. Straight and if, if you live, if you, if, you, if you guys are listening in and I lose all uh, what, the stuff I do with you guys, to be honest right now, I, I couldn't care less because I've got enough love for that dude, you know, and I feel like the guy deserved what he got. Uh, and bro, ugh, Man, we could have got Green Lantern, man. I'm, 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 I'm pretty upset because it looked moist, even though it's not even a clear picture, bro. The excitement knowing that he shot that part in his garage. Oh, man, we would have got John Stewart on the big screen. Well, you, you know what? First of all, you got your, regardless if they give you stuff and you have your relationship, relationship you still have your opinion. You still should be entitled of to course, opinion. Of course, of course. Money of course. and objects should not, should not direct your. Uh, opinion because that's exactly what we spoke about in the in the beginning where that's right your 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 narrative changes because of your agenda and what so people no no of course and it's never been that but uh yeah and of course but yes oh come on man zach's not bro oh man the justice league movies would have been so good because we geek out about the marvel stuff because it's so connected and it's so moist and we could have had that in the in the dc universe yeah and snyder gave us what he showed us in the in the snyder cut and that that was a clear indication of we were going in the right fucking direction to get what we what as fans we wanted and then for some weird reason these dudes in a suit who sit at warner brothers have decided this is not the right direction what the fuck do you know uh, did you listen to did you listen to um fat man beyond last week who had the the writer of um falcon and winter soldier on there yeah he said specifically 
you need to be a fan of the comic books and the characters before you get this job. If you try to just give in your script and apply for a job to be a writer at Marvel and yeah. whatever, you lose if you're not a fan. First of all, they check if you're a fan. If you're, and this is what I feel was happening at one of them. Is they're not doing that. They, they, they're yeah. people in suits that are just making all the decisions and they're not letting fans like, be it Zack Snyder or anyone else to come in and, and really express the story as a fan. Um, yeah. I just feel like, they're so basic, man. Fucking other Snyder Cut would have been so good. Well, believe, believe me, man. Because after seeing that, and like you know, I think he's had his time now. And you know, if he works with Netflix more, he's gonna get he's gonna get paid good. He's gonna have creative control, which he has been. Uh, then he's gonna make great movies, you know, in the process. Uh, I, I can only wish him the best, man. But it it looks moist, bro. I was so excited when I saw that. I hope Disney and and Marvel snatch him and Henry Cavill up. I really do, I really do. Because you know, you know, we spoke about it briefly about the Black Superman, the Black Clark Kent, uh, not the Black Superman because there is Black Superman, but the Black Clark Kent. You know, it, it's kind of like again, that's fine. I don't. It's not an issue. But I feel like we're still not done with Henry Cavill. So why keep throwing him to the curb? You know what I mean? That's right. Um, and to just fold it out there is just kind of telling Henry Cavill, well, you're not needed no more. We're going in a different direction. Right. So, you know what, if, if that's the case, so be it. I, I hope Marvel and, and Disney just snatch them up, him and Zack Snyder. Snatch them up, get them on some projects at, at Marvel. There's so much to be done. No, of I, course. I Bro, think, hold on the line for what You keep going. I'll be right yeah, back. I still think Zack Snyder can, can do the um, Ghost Rider. I think he'll be awesome. He'll be an awesome director of Ghost Rider um, and a combination of movies, you know, even Blade and whatnot. I think he could do Blade amazing with his visuals. Absolutely amazing. And with Henry Cavill, I've said it it's so all right, many times. Daddy, it's all right. Come on, come on, come Henry in. Cavill come can in. play okay. um, Hercules. He can play Centurion. Is it Centurion? Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, there's so Guys, much. Yeah, there's there's loads more to come out. Uh, and I'm flooding it. Centurion. It's okay, Daddy. Come. All right, guys. Really sorry. All right, G-Man. I've got to cut this short, man. Sorry. All right. Cool. Well, we got for everything, luckily. So... Anyway, go attend to Alara. No, I will do. Guys, massive, massive thank you to everybody that's uh, supported the podcast. I'm sorry I've had to cut this short. Alara's not uh, doing really well at the moment. So, guys, massive, massive thank you. And we'll catch you guys up soon. G-Man, thanks again, bro. Stay on the line, guys. I need to grab a quick photo with you and everything, yeah? I'll be right back. Let me see how she's doing. That was Orange Podcast. Alara? You okay, Alara? Oh, G-Man. Bro, I'll catch you in a bit, okay? Oh. All right, cool, bro. Take your picture. I'll grab a picture. Actually, hold on. Let me grab one picture. All right, bro. We'll catch up in a bit. Sorry again for all the noise, man. Cool. All right, bro. All right, hold